I wanted to start off by talking about cholesterol. And the reason for this is just because it is such a common misperception of what exactly it means. And because it has taken on almost a holy religious meaning, i.e. cholesterol is so important to our health, we have to measure it. If it's high, we fix it. How much do we fix it? Well, we lower the number, and that's how you fix it. It's it's taken on a life of its own. And this is not uncommon in the healthcare field for a number to mean more than um, than actually someone's health. But it is a direct reflection of our flexnarian system. And cholesterol is a good way to start because so many people understand it completely wrong. There is a, an article that just came out um, last week. I also have a blog I wrote um, talking about this article, but I've written about cholesterol in all my books. Um, because, uh, and, and get ready, here's the punchline, it means nothing. Um, measuring cholesterol is a meaningless measurement. Cholesterol is not an independent risk factor for heart disease, for stroke, for dying, or for anything. Cholesterol is a number that has been conflated um, and has taken on um, an entire um, uh, industry-wide acceptance um, of being something we have to focus on. There is rarely a patient who walks into my office who doesn't want their cholesterol checked. Even if I explain to them it's meaningless, they still say, well, I'll just check it anyway. I, you know, I've had people tell me they, they want to check because people talk about it around the dinner table and they need to be part of the conversation. That people at the end of their life whose families come up and say, shouldn't we check their cholesterol? We took them off the cholesterol medicine. Um, on my um, practice website, I have a video uh, that I made about cholesterol because it's so important, and I'll, I'll put the links to all these things on the side. But um, here's the deal. Uh, in the, I think, mid-century, 1950s, 60s, a guy named Ansel Keys did this study called the Seven Countries Study, where he looked at seven countries, looked at their cholesterol consumption, looked at cholesterol, and said, in these seven countries, there is a direct correlation between high cholesterol and heart disease. Um, what Mr. Keyes did not tell anyone, he was on the front page of Time Magazine, he was a famous guy after this study. It changed the whole way we look at cholesterol. Um, and what he didn't tell you is that he actually studied 22 countries. Yes, it's the seven country study, but if he called it the 22 country study, which would mean he'd look, he'd give you information about all the country he'd study, there clearly would not be a link between cholesterol and any disease. In fact, of the 15 countries he discarded, including France, um, which he called having a paradoxical cholesterol reaction, i.e. high cholesterol corresponded to less heart disease, um, all those 15 countries found the same thing. There was no correlation between cholesterol and bad health. And we know that also from looking at the blue zones, which I talk about a lot, and those are areas in the country where people live the longest, and they don't treat their cholesterol, nor do they measure it. Um, it's irrelevant. Several other studies came out in the 70s and 80s, mostly from Harvard, you know, how we once something comes from Harvard, we take it seriously. But doc doctors at these places like Harvard and Hopkins and such are essentially doing all their research for the pharmaceutical industry or whoever is paying their bills. The, some, some people claim they are not 
working for industry um, because they don't get money from industry, but their medical school gets the money from industry and pays them. So regardless, the, the 99% of studies done in medical schools are done for industry. And this was true even in the 60s and 70s. Um, at that point, the sugar industry was paying a lot of people from Harvard to come up with studies that show that cholesterol is bad. And the reason is because if you're if you go on a low-fat diet, you're going to eat more sugar. This became absolutely true. So this whole instigated, artificially derived cholesterol crisis that Keyes and others created has led us to push for low-fat diets. And when you eat a low-fat diet, you actually are eating more sugar and white flour. You're also eating more trans fat. Trans fat is butter, is margarine, and it was invented so people wouldn't have to eat high fat butter. Well, trans fat is the most inflammatory thing you could put in your body. It causes heart attacks and strokes. Um, the butter didn't, <laughs> the butter was okay. And similarly, when we went on this low-fat diet and ate more sugar and white flour, guess what? The incidence of diabetes and heart attacks actually went up. There's nothing worse for you than a low-fat diet. We need fats. We, we, the, for instance, the uh, Baltimore Longitudinal Women's Study showed that women who had less fats died sooner and had more heart attacks and strokes because there are good fats that we need. And those are the fats in nuts and oils avocados, fruits, vegetables, but also the animal fats are not that bad for you. They're not nearly as bad as sugar, not nearly as bad as margarine and other trans fats. Um, so this, this, this number, this cholesterol developed a life of its own. It created an entire pharmaceutical industry. And most of the drugs used to treat um, cholesterol actually um, will lower it very nicely. There are two on the market now that are um, collectively sold for about $10 billion a year. One is called Repatha. It's a $10,000 a year drug. Um, the other is Zedia. Um, both of these lower cholesterol tremendously. But guess what? They don't reduce heart attack death. They don't reduce strokes or stroke death. They only lower cholesterol. The only medicines that actually reduce stroke and heart attack death are statins like Lipitor, Zocor, Crestor, Atorvastatin. They do in certain people. If you are at high risk for stroke or heart attack, or you have had a stroke or heart attack, and you're under 80 years old, because these medicines don't work over 80, but if, if you are, then these medicines could decrease your chance of getting another stroke or heart attack or death from one of the two by a little bit. By a little bit, I mean that if you take them for five years and you are at high risk, um, your reduction in a bad outcome is about 4%. That's good for a drug. Uh, you, you may say, well, there's a 96% chance even in high-risk people this drug won't work. Um, that is true. <laughs> it's, it is what it is. And statins have a lot of side effects, tremendous side effects, especially as you get older. They cause muscle weakness, fatigue, falls. I've seen people paralyzed from statins. And you do not need high-dose statins. But here's the kicker. Statins work in people with a high risk of heart disease or stroke, regardless of their cholesterol. Let me say that again. Even people with low cholesterol benefit from statins if they have a high risk of heart attack or stroke. doesn't matter. It's not a cholesterol medicine. It's a medicine that lowers inflammation in the blood vessels. That's how it works. It prevents plaque from forming 
and plaque from rupturing. And rupturing of plaque is the main cause of heart attack and stroke. Yes, plaque is made of cholesterol, but the cholesterol floating around in your bloodstream doesn't stick to your blood vessels unless you have inflammation. And you have inflammation if you eat a lot of sugar and white flour and trans fats. If you don't exercise, if you smoke, you know, those things cause you inflammation. The level of cholesterol is irrelevant to that uh, calculus. If you have inflammation, there's a good chance no matter what your cholesterol is, it's going to stick. Low or high, it doesn't matter. There have been studies showing that people who show up to the hospital with heart attacks, there's just as many with low cholesterol as high cholesterol. We've known this for decades. So why has this become so emphatic that we check cholesterol? We have to get LDL cholesterol, that's the bad cholesterol, below a certain level. None of this has scientific validity, just so you know. Cardiologists often have this little calculator that's, that takes your cholesterol number and predicts your chance of a heart attack. There is no way that calculator can predict your risk of a heart attack from cholesterol since cholesterol is not a risk factor. But that calculator that cardiologists view as being scientific was programmed by the drug companies that make the drugs that are used to treat cholesterol. It is estimated that over 50% of statin cholesterol drugs are given to people who will not benefit from them, i.e. they're either over the age of 80 or they do not have a high risk of heart disease. They just have high cholesterol, and treating high cholesterol does not lower your risk of anything. So 50% of people, it's also estimated, that might benefit from statins aren't on them. Guess why? Because they have normal cholesterol. So the doctors say, oh, we don't have to treat you. But again, cholesterol is irrelevant. So here's an example of Flexner's system where numbers, measurements, are more important than human beings, where we have conflated this crazy number, made it into... Um, a superstar at the, at the medical office. Everyone wants their cholesterol. Everyone wants to know their LDL and HDL and the, and the ratio. And none of that matters. This new study has shown us what we already know. Cholesterol measurements do not impact health. Treating cholesterol does not make you healthier. Going on a low-fat diet is frankly dangerous. Those things we already know. But God knows, I said to my son, how many doctors you think will actually change their behavior after this article? And we both agree, probably no one. Because doctors are obsessed with this number too. Of course, as we mentioned, doctors are pimps of the drug companies, whether they know it or not. Um, and the drug companies control what is published in the medical literature. And if these doctors don't actually read the studies, then they are going to keep doing what the drug companies tell them to do which is to give drugs, um, measure things, diagnose people, and give drugs. That's the doctor's job. And cholesterol isn't exactly where we see this most blatantly. Um, that's why I wanted to start with it. So no, don't check your cholesterol. It's stupid. <laughs> you might as well you know, go to your doctor and show them how pointy your elbow is and ask them if that should be treated because that's as much of a risk factor for anything as your cholesterol. Don't treat your cholesterol. Don't worry about your cholesterol. Um, if you have a high risk of heart disease, statins may work to help lower that risk by a little tiny bit, um, regardless of your cholesterol. So there's no reason to measure it before you start the statins or after you start the statins. The key is whether you're at risk. So that's why I wanted to start with cholesterol. Um, if anyone ever tells you to measure it, you should walk out of the room. <laughs>